Welcome to the Murphy, Sam, and Jody podcast. And while we're on vacation, so we have a few things going on. We're still keeping up with you on social media. Uh, we're still going to be doing a few brand new after-the-show podcasts here and there. In the meantime, though, since uh, we're on vacation for the actual show, we're going to share with you some of our favorite moments from the past couple of months and be back before you know it. Sam, I have a question for you. If uh, if somebody offered you a hundred bucks, the answer is probably yes. Oh, well, well, well. I do have a limit. Right. Do you, you? You haven't heard the question. Yeah. Yet. Okay. Right. What do I have to do? Uh, it, you would sell your car for a hundred bucks. No. Oh. Of course. Right. Exactly. Oh. So if your car were, I don't know, let's say fifteen years old. And a little rundown. Would you sell it for a hundred bucks? Not a hundred, no. If Keep it, it coming. If it weren't running at all, would you sell it for a hundred bucks? If it would cost me a lot of money to fix it, maybe so. Okay. All right. Good. We found. He found. <laughs> found the, the breaking spot. point. Found the sweet yeah. spot. Yeah. And the reason I bring it up is because there are a couple of vehicles that my dad left behind when he passed away, and one of them has not run for years. Now, it's got low mileage, though. Yeah. It's a little pickup truck. It's a yeah. 1990 pickup truck that only has like 27,000 miles on it. Just insane. Somebody's right? going to give you 100 bucks for it? Yeah. Well, I mean, it, with the offer, my brother and my sister, you know, we, we were all talking about it, the offer, and it, my first thought is, 100 bucks? You know, I mean, it's, but then I, then I finally, after talking it through, arrived at where you did a minute ago, realizing yeah. it will cost a fortune to fix this thing up yeah. with a vehicle that's already. Now, 30 years old. Is know? the offer coming from another person, or did you call one of those places that'll come tow it for free? No, no it's, it's a person. It's from a person. He's, okay. he's into these little Chevy S10s, wow. and it's got a, it's a manual stick shift. I mean, so that's another hard sell, you know? Yeah. <laughs> right? It oh, is. Today. For, I was somebody just going to say, certain age. when I've had cars before that are either at dead or, mm-hmm. you know, Jackson wrecking a car or two, yeah. and the, there are places that'll just come by it. You tell them what it is, and based on the yeah. year and- how much damage is done? They'll come tow it for free and give you four or five hundred bucks. That's right cool. now, yeah. being in nineteen ninety, I'm not sure. Yeah, probably not. It's yeah. a, honestly, if it were fully restored, it's it's not worth a whole lot. Yeah, it's obviously more than a hundred bucks. But in my head, I had trouble getting past that. At yeah. first. I know. I heard no, the other side of that conversation. At, at first, I thought, "Oh my gosh, everything they're throwing Murphy's way, he's saying no to." Oh, oh, was was like, it? it sounded like it. I was, you know, it was like I don't know about this. You know, you gave them the whole, you, you really worked them on it. Well, I wasn't trying to work anybody. <laughs> what are I you just, talking about? I had $100. That's my last offer. I needed context and an understanding. Yeah. So they, that's why we're doing the. this as a threesome together. You know what I mean? My brother sure. sister and I are like one mind. And so, I think you did the right thing, though. Yeah. Time is money. You're getting a little money for something that will save you a lot of time. And yeah. it's taking one of the things off of the property that you need off. Yeah. I mean, a 66 Corvette for 100 bucks. Who wouldn't take that? <laughs> So Murphy, we're, um, you were saying earlier that one of the most clever ways that you, we found, you found, to spend one-on-one time with our girls is daddy-daughter date night. And it is so special to them. They feel special. I mean, like you went, you took Taylor the other night. So Phoebe's up next. Good luck getting her away from her friends right now. Oh, I know. <laughs> Phoebe's at that place where she spends all of her free time with her friends. Yeah. And, you know, she's a vapor trail. I know you made my favorite dish, but I'm gone. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You know what melts okay. me about it, really, is that Taylor's 20 years old, but she'll still, still call it daddy-daughter date night, yes. which is just sweet. It's what you know? it's called. Yeah. It's what it's called. Um, and it, if you can just put yourself, you know, man or woman, male or female, back um, in your mind and heart of when you were a child, you understand how it doesn't have to be 
the perfect restaurant or any special. It, it just through the one-on-one time. I can remember being Taylor's age and it being a big deal to me to have one-on-one time with my mother. I wanted that. I would seek that out. If she would say, hey, I'm going to run to the store. You want to come with me? And I'm like, is so-and-so coming? No. Then I'm going. You know, I wanted one-on-one. Uh, who's so-and-so? Well, she had remarried. I mean, oh. <laughs> oh! Sorry, <laughs> digging a little too deep. No, 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 yeah. no, it's not that. Uh-huh. I was at that age where I really craved one-on-one time with her. Yeah. Because to be honest, I would have never admitted it then, but I was a little lost. Yeah. And I wanted... Was this and the was, guy that was always in his really obnoxious tropical shorts? <sighs> yes. Okay. Better known as so-and-so. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying that I craved that, and that's when my relationship with her blossomed. And my father had died yeah. when I was in high school. My daddy, she had, it was her, her every right to move on and be with somebody else, and she did. But when I was able to have one-on-one time with her, I loved it. I mm-hmm. ate it up, and it didn't matter if we were just going to the store. Yeah, you know. And so, put yourself back in uh, the mindset of you being a kid, and you're always your parents' child, no matter what age you are. Mm-hmm. Um, you do crave that did you ever hang out with so-and-so sometimes so-and-so was good to me too you know, it's funny i only met so-and-so once at the buffet man he hit it three times so really... <laughs> lucky so-and-so <laughs> what's going on jeff i was i i'm retired now but yeah. i was a nurse in the intensive care unit okay so i was around an awful lot of very sick or very injured people and it came to be that there was a uh, 18 or 19 year old uh, fella who came in uh, severely injured in a car wreck, mm. and we took care of him for about 30 days or so. Uh, it turned out that he was of uh, the Navajo tribe, uh, and I got to know almost all of his family. And it came to the time that they had to uh, let him go, and normally. When that's going to happen, you know, you let three or four people in. Mm-hmm. We had his shaman. We had his mother, his father, yes. uh, a bunch of brothers, some cousins, and we just basically stuffed everybody into that room. Mm-hmm. They said their goodbyes. They pulled the plug mm-hmm. and let him pass. Well, about a week later, the father and the shaman come back to the ICU looking for me, and they presented me with a handmade bow mm-hmm. and a quiver of arrows. And I said, you know, you, you don't need to do that. I mean, you know, it was, it's my job to take care of, right. you know, your son. They said, no, you took care of our son when he needed it most. Mm-hmm. And you are now part of our family and part of our tribe. Oh, wow. 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 High praise. It was hard. It was very, very hard. Mm-hmm. But. You know, that, that's some of what nurses go through. Sure. It, it really brought it home for me. Yeah. Wow. Mm. Jeff, thank you for wow. sharing that with us. We Very appreciate cool. it. Very cool. And we appreciate your nurses, all nurses. 877-310-4MSJ. Who's this? I would like to remain anonymous, if I may. Sure. Okay. But I would just like to thank all of the nurses on the labor and delivery floor as well as the level five, I guess the maternity floor, as yeah. well as the NICU. Mm-hmm. Um, my water broke unexpectedly at 27 weeks pregnant. Ooh. And um, I was rushed to the hospital, and thankfully everything went okay. And then at 29 weeks, um, I, like you, Jody, had an emergency C section. And mm-hmm. so everything that 
my husband and I had planned for our daughter just completely went out the window. Mm-hmm. Um, and she was born at three pounds, and she was in the NICU for uh, two months. Yep. Um, and so I just want to thank all of the nurses and the doctors. Yes. Just everyone who took great care of my daughter and me because they are the reason that both of us are alive today. Okay. Um, and she is a thriving child. About to um, say. Amazing, yeah. person- <laughs> amazing uh, personality, just like her mom. How old is she? She is eight months old. Nice. Oh, good times. So, yeah. Yes. <laughs> so I just want to thank all of the nurses out there. I know that they do not get enough credit for everything that they do on a daily basis. And I just want to thank them for saving my child's life because without them, my life would not have meaning right now. I know exactly how lucky and how much of a miracle my daughter is. So I just want to say thank you to all of the nurses out there for the life-changing and life-saving practices that they give every single day. Well, you did it. You did it well. Thank you, Anonymous. Thank you. (laughs) Catch another Murphy, Sam, and Jody after the show podcast later today. It's something that we only do online. And uh, then, of course, every day you can enjoy the Murphy, Sam, and Jody podcast. Um, The other day I had lunch and went shopping with our former producer, Emily, who is um, also one of my BFFs in life. And I realized something, and I've, I've never put two and two together. I've never put this together in all my years of shopping. And you know I'm a shopper. Murphy, I'm a consumer. Oh, this a is it okay of, for me to say yes? Totally. I'm <laughs> saying it, yes. yes I agree. You are. Um, so, but, but you know what? You actually, you're an excited shopper, but you don't overdo. I know. Except... Hmm. The other day, the other day, I walked into her closet, which I only do if I'm asked to, yeah, because you know to that's kill mice. sacred that's, space. That's her space, <laughs> and she said, "You know, I think I, I got too many shoes." I'm like, "I don't, I don't remember I don't you having so. too many he, shoes." He she was says, walking Come around and see. I don't think you do. And, and I had so you know the shelf of shoes is kind of tucked in the back where I can't see mm-hmm. floor to ceiling. Oh, yeah. How many I mean, pairs? Do I have to count? No, just I give mean, me a rough estimate. If I had to guesstimate, guesstimate it, there are five shelves and probably five pairs on each. It's about 25 or 30 it's pairs. 50 or so. 50? Whoa, I mean, not in a bad bad way. Everybody's got their own thing. Way to so. hide your reaction. <laughs> <laughs> you should have heard what he said when he saw it. He was like, yeah. Anyway, I can't well, repeat that. And they're all usually bargains, though. You know what I'm saying? Got- I love a bargain. Yeah. Okay, so I've never put two and two together. Women of the world, hear me out. If you really need an outfit for work or you have a, 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 a reunion coming up or some event, take a girlfriend shopping. And because every store that we went into, you know, I find stuff. I'm like, well, first of all, she knows me. She's like, Jody, this shirt over here is so you. And I walk over and it is me. It's like, duh screaming my name huh. she knows me i know her so that we, we help each other yeah and she she did that in every store this dress looks like you and it did and i tried it on but but if you have a, an occasion and you need something take a girlfriend because i also felt the pressure it's like you should buy that it's on sale it's oh, totally you. Yeah, totally okay. you. she crossed the line there no she <laughs> she could not cross the line with me there's no lines with me and her none but um, I, but I only bought one thing. We went to like five stores. I bought one thing in one store. You haven't even seen it yet. It's a new sweater. No, no, I haven't. But um, still in the trunk. It's in my closet in oh. a bag. I'm gonna wear it this week, hopefully. And Sam, I only go into the closet when I'm told. Yes. That's asked it. when you're asked. asked. Anyway, that is just a trick in life. Hmm. Take a girlfriend if you got to get it done. So n- note to self: then the next time I go out, Jody, I need to take, take a, a girlfriend. girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> Yoo-hoo! 
So hearing from you is always our absolute favorite. And there's so many ways you can do that on social. Of course, hit us up on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. You can uh, text or email us. I mean, I'm sorry, text or call us 877-310-4MSJ. We were um, telling you earlier that young parents today, apparently in mad numbers, big numbers, feel like they're failing. Mm-hmm. They feel like failures because they're letting other parents or social media or this ultimate connectivity where they there's a million opinions flying around about everything, you know, make them feel like there's some sort of competition for how soon they sleep all night or how soon, mm-hmm. you know, kids potty train or walk. And it's like we, we just want to say i just want to say it's not true it's not a competition it's a beautiful thing childhood is a beautiful short season stop being don't don't be so worried about keeping up with somebody down the street or some mom in carpool who seems to have it all together i remember something that um as a whole conversation that i had with a friend of mine i always kind of felt sorry for kids who you see you you will see this as you're a parent and you're raising children you'll see kids who are trying to live up to what their parents want of them mm. or expect of them. You're not supposed to raise that child. You're supposed to raise the child you're given, yeah. not the child that you think you always wanted or what you always wanted for yourself that didn't happen. Because that's when you see a kid, you know, playing sports that doesn't want to play sports. I've seen that a million times. I hate that. It's, it's really painful to it watch is. that. And you were mentioning, you know, trying to keep up with Joneses, basically. But also, too, keep in mind another person who does that is the parents. Mm-hmm. Or the grand now grandparents, mm-hmm. because I we had a lot of that advice. Well, you know what you need to do. Da, 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 da. Yeah. Oh, you know it works. Da, da, da. You should be talking by now. Are you sure you should be eating that food right now? And it's just like they put a lot of doubt in your head. Yeah, yeah. it's got to uh, be careful with what you believe. And thinking back, I don't know that my parents ever did that. My mother yeah. was one. If anything, she actually wanted to stay too far. She the last thing that she wanted to do mm-hmm. was tell us. Anything about what to do. It's true. The only time she ever made some little suggestions, she made them um, indirectly. You know, I would hear her say something, but not directly to me because she didn't want to step overstep a boundary. And it was beautiful. That's nice. It was. It was beautifully done. But remember that as long as they have love and stability, you're doing your decision is right because you're the mom. You're the dad. Yeah. Paying attention, giving guidance and loving is really probably 90 percent of what it takes. I got two things to address uh, based on Jody, what you said earlier about taking a girlfriend shopping. To it help works. You figure out what clothes. Uh, it works also too for guys to bring a girlfriend or the female. Yeah, in my case, I, I should bring say. Jody, the spouse. I, if I bring a girlfriend, that's gonna. But anyway, not a good idea. She's Just don't bring them at the same time. <laughs> Take it from Sam. Right. Yeah. Okay. Oh, no, I'm joking. What? I'm sorry. It took me a second to get that one. Yeah, okay. Joking. Ouch. Suddenly it's so, warm in here from that burn. But yeah, you know, if the thing is, if I don't if I don't get Jody's input, I run the risk of it not looking great or my I'm dependent upon the mannequin. Yeah. You like to help, like the sales girls help you. I know that. Oh, that's but at the, the uh, fragrance counter. Yeah, but the but the mannequin generally speaking is like that's the look I want. That's yeah. what that's what it's I'm true. going for. It's true. It's true. The other thing I want to bring up is Murphy talking about your shoes having 50 pairs or however many you have. I, I had no idea. Um I forgot to tell you that I recently went through a shoe purge. Oh, nice. You know, all Same. my chucks. Oh, uh, yeah. You were known for your chucks. Yeah, I was. How many? Why did you? Why? Why purge them? I, I, I had so many, I never wore them. Okay. I just cut back to like the 10 pair of basic ones, you know, red, gray, brown, blue. That's still a lot. I, I mean, I, I do a- have my red, white, and blue striped and, you know, my, my, my. 
patriotic set and nice. a couple others like that. But for the most part, I Did just donate donated them, them all. That's great. Wow. Will. How many? It had to be about 15 pairs or so. Wow. Yeah. Wow. That's good. Yeah, because, yeah, you had just about every color that they had ever made in them. Mm-hmm. That's interesting. I'm learning about my closet, and I kind of try to purge it often so that it's an easy place, an easy space for me to be. Is that, yes, everything hanging in there and every shoe on every shelf I love or I wouldn't have bought it. Of course, I like oh, it. Yeah. I have a, an emotional attachment to it. But if I'm not wearing it, someone else should be. It, it got to be where I got this shelf full of chucks. Right. And it's like the one, the five or six pair on the floor are the ones I was always wearing. Right. Yeah. So it's like, get that rid 20% of them. 20% yeah. rule. You're wearing yeah. 20% of your closet. So where I'm different from both of you, and Jody, you know this, because mm-hmm. you, you're in my closet all the time. I'm not. Um, hello. <laughs> I only have maybe five pairs, period. Shoes. Three that are dress shoes, well, you know, and then one or two pairs of kind of running shoes. I love that. that. Sort of look. Mm-hmm. And that's it. I love uh, a simple. That's great. Yeah. Every <laughs> now and then. Simple man. You yeah. know, Jody's mom loves to buy me slippers for Christmas, so. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Straight in the goodwill set. pile, huh? Yeah. <laughs> no, he wears them. I wear them. I do. Jody's Hollywood Outsider. Powered by Liberty Mutual Insurance. I think we all remember the HBO show True Detective. You wonder ever, you're a bad man. world needs bad men. All right. Matthew McConaughey and Woody Harrelson brought us the first season, and we were like, whoa. And that was the only one we needed. Give us more of this. And there were two other seasons, like Vince Vaughn and I want to say some other big names but those just did not live up to the first season. Well, guess what? HBO is not giving up on this, and I'm glad. Okay, I'm glad to hear it. Me too. I like the concept. Yes. Here's what we know about season four. Um, True Detective, it's coming, and it's going to star Jodie Foster. Dr. Lecter, my name is Clarice Starling. Wow. Can I speak with you? That's a big heavy hitter right there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She can carry a series. She can carry a movie. She's incredible. Yeah. Um, so it's an anthology crime series. It's reportedly already in development with Jody signing on. It, we don't know anything about it. No plot and certainly no dates oh. of when just that it's in that they're in development. Right. She's a detective, obviously, mm-hmm. if she's leading it. I don't think she's gonna be Clarice again. <laughs> but but anything's possible if you're writing it. Yeah. Right? I suppose you're right. Yeah. Um it was some of the most that first season was some of the most disturbing. Yeah. Like detective stuff we've ever seen, totally. yeah. but also some of the most couldn't look away authentic looking. Yeah, so from HBO and HBO Max, and as soon as we know when, we'll tell you. Always love to hear from you if you want to join the convo eight seven seven three one zero four MSJ. Hi Amber. Hey, good morning. How are you all? We're good. How are you? I am great. I just heard what you were saying about. Um, your special needs friend, Hope, yes. and I just wanted to say thank you. I'm a special needs mom myself, mm-hmm. yeah. and a lot of times people don't realize how much joy a special needs child brings to life mm-hmm. over the simplest little thing. Right. That's what I got to see and witness. Oh, my goodness. My son loves blowing kisses to people. <laughs> and when somebody actually turns around and blows a kiss, he's a flirt. Listen, yeah. he's a ladies' man. Anybody ever needs a wingman? Yeah. <laughs> I love um, it. But, I, I mean, he flirts with everybody. He blows kisses. And somebody turns around and blows a kiss back to him. His whole body lights up with yeah. excitement and joy, and it's just the most precious thing. It is. It's so funny because in that way, 
when I'm lucky enough to be around Hope and she's, you know, feeling really happy, it is always very simple. And it's nice because we should take a hint from that. You know, she enjoys riding the bus. Oh, yeah. I think too many times we get wrapped up in the what are other people going to think of us. We're just in our own heads, too. We just need to take a deep breath and remember to just get joy out of life. What is your son's name? My son's name is Alex. And how old is Alex? He is five. He'll be six in July. Love it. Well, you blow him a kiss for us. (laughs) I mean it. I thank you for this. Thank you for calling. We appreciate you. And thank you for bringing up this topic. Too many times I think special needs children are um, not talked about because people will think they'll get offended so easily. But it just brings a smile to my face to hear you speak about no problem. She's in a positive way. She's very special to us. We love her so much, and she like I said, she just teaches us stuff all the time. It's awesome. I will always talk about her. Absolutely. Thank you for calling, Amber. Murphy accepted a very big award the other day and had the whole audience eating out of his hand, which I knew he, I knew That's you were going to do you that. Say, but that you I did. Didn't, I did just, you not I hear feel. the, oh, you didn't hear all that? You did it. Um, how about this? Why don't we, before you get to your rules for doing a good speech, because people get put in that position and they're nervous, yeah. uh, before you do that, why don't you share a little bit more of your speech? Yeah, we want to hear the part where you thanked us. <laughs> That's when Sam North and I met, good friend, great programmer. But the real magic happened in 1997 when Jody became the female anchor of Murphy, Sam, and Jody. Uh, okay, so the real, real magic actually happened when she became my wife. Oh. Oh. <laughs> Love that one, do you, Sam? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Faith and I had a both. Oh, I knew you were going to do that. I just mean? didn't know you were going to do it to that level. It was so sweet. I thought, oh my gosh. Am I that predictable now? I, I thought it would be more. I thought when it came out, it was going to be, oh, ah, 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 but no, it was, oh. oh. No, I know. Everybody loves that. This is how people eat out of his hand. And it was beautiful. And thank you for that. I do think you should have spent more time on Sam. <laughs> Why? Well, no. When you're doing something like that, it, it's you, you don't have a lot of time. There, I know. There's so many thoughts and things that go through your head. You did a good that, job. You know, I had to. You know, I guess you know when I'm doing that, you were asking about the rules. Yeah, let's get know, to your rules. The, you know, you, you're, you're always thinking. You're, you've got the audience in mind who you're talking to there. Mm-hmm. So I always. I like to acknowledge others who mm-hmm. are mm-hmm. in Smart. the crowd. You know, I mean, that's really that. I. I I don't really want the focus to be on me in that in that setting. It's smart, and so that's a uh, rule. Good. And, and so, if there are people that you know in the audience, I think that that helps a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and the other thing is just kind of having the you know, I had no idea if I was going to win this thing or not, but when I was aware of the nomination, you start to have some little just background thoughts in your head. Well, what mm-hmm. would I, you know, what would I say? And so, obviously, that didn't include the two of you, yes. you know, yeah. and Faith, our producer. Yeah. So you um, had notes ready, which is smart also. Yeah. And then, it, but you know, telling a story, like Sam was saying earlier, I think is, it's important. Sharing mm-hmm. a story about a mentor or someone else who's impacting you, mm-hmm. that really, that, that inspires mm-hmm. others. So th- those kind of speeches to me aren't really speeches as much as they are. Think about things that you would just relate to somebody else yes. in, the, in the room and be yourself. Yeah. As nerve-wracking as it is, look, as long as we've done this, I'm still nervous doing that. Oh, yeah. Just yeah. standing in front of a room full of people is totally. different. I thought you did a great job. I want to listen Thank to you. it again and again. <laughs> <laughs> 
You know, we'd love to hear from you. So join the conversation anytime, 877-310-4MSJ, or jump in with us online. Social Media Connect. From our Facebook page, we were talking the other day about in a household, when you live with people, Mm -hmm. some people know how to look for and find things and other people don't, right? Uh, Like the lost remote control, keys, socks. Salsa in the fridge. We had that the other day. Remember salsa in the fridge. Yeah. Murphy can it's, tell you. It sounds random, but that's about me apparently. <laughs> On Taco uh, Tuesday the other night. <laughs> yeah, I know. Well, I mean, it was hidden behind all it the was, other glass no. jars. You know. Mur- uh, Sam, oh, and your hands are broken. You can't move them. <laughs> Thank you. That's what my mom would say. Me, you would you would appreciate the way I keep salsa in our fridge. We have four jar- jars Is of salsa. A we have way? green. We have his mild. The girls like it hot. So we have like three and four jars of salsa at all time. Whoa, whoa, whoa. You heard that one, Murphy? Yeah. His mild. Yeah, right. Well, whatever. Yeah. He likes it mild. <laughs> yeah, because I'm the wimp of the bunch. Yeah. <laughs> You're the wimp who likes mild but can't find it. <laughs> I had them in a very Sam-like way in the fridge. Organized. In a line. Yeah. Like, this is where the salsas start and they go in a line. And... And he's standing at the fridge going, I don't see the salsa. Where's my salsa? And I'm like, right there. I'm like, he's like, I don't see mine. Where's my salsa? Yeah. That's, that's it's like, my, you have to bend down and look. Yeah. See, that's the reason I usually keep the pickles in front, because you can see through that jar. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, we had commented about- So the about, people you're talking about is Murphy. That's right. There are finders of things, and there and are then there's Murphy. Who just- <laughs> Um, Susan said, Jody, I'm the one here who always finds what someone can't. Sometimes I wish I didn't have that curse. Ha ha. It's a um, gift. <laughs> I guess it's a gift. Um, Gail says, my mom's favorite thing to say to us was, I'll bet if it were candy, you would find it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's Are you is. the finder of things in your house, Sam? I well, since I live alone, yeah. <laughs> well, when you didn't. When I don't you, have anybody to turn to. When you didn't live alone. Oh, yeah. My kids can't find stuff. <laughs> To this day. And you tell them, I swear, look on this shelf over on that. I don't see it. I looked. And then you walk in and you place hands on it. Mm, yeah. yeah. You're the There's finder. something about the brain that looks past something. Exactly. You know? it's and it's true. right there. It's true. Thank you. Uh, jump in with us anytime on social media. Murphy gave a speech the other day when he received an award. We were all there for it. It was so great. And you did Thank such you. a good job. Thank I thought you, you were concise and impactful and you had the crowd eating out of your hand and I say that because you got laughs and you got the aww from all the ladies and um, (laughs) in fact um, you came out of the gate with a laugh which Sam really appreciated I I didn't realize I was approaching lifetime achievement age that was good it was so great and then you we asked you to share wait 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 was that a planned joke yeah it was well but the thing is you said it earlier, self-deprecation. Again, that, I don't know, for me, that reduces for the nervousness. Mm-hmm. I don't well, know why. Well, this is what I think. When you're a speaker, when you walk up and you take the whatever, you're in, in front of the room, you're responsible for the energy of the room. So yeah. you might as well just relax and let everybody else feel. If you get up there all tight, everybody's going to feel tight. If you relax it, baby, everybody's going to relax with you. That's yeah. what I think. Mm-hmm. And I thought you did a great job with that. Thank you. And you recounted your three rules earlier for how you... You know, did that with such magic. I only caught two of them. So the first, I want to rehash. The first one was to include people. Yeah, especially if you know somebody in the audience that that engages. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I I missed the second one and I know the third. (laughs) 
The third one was to tell stories, and you did, right? Yeah. <laughs> no, I know you did. I know you did. You told stories about your mentor. What What point did I miss? <laughs> to be honest, uh, with audience you. should listen. That's the point. <laughs> Sorry, it was a big deal for me too. Nervous for you. Maybe number two should have been number one. Because it was really about being prepared. Uh-huh. You know, ah. you, you, you put enough thought into it where you're not like getting yourself all amped up and psyched that you're going to win something, but just enough that you know that if if it happens, you know, one or two things and, and, and you're done. And just so notes. Like, you don't have to write a laundry list, right? Exactly. Just a few little bullet points in your head that you know you can say while you're kind of nervous. You didn't up think there. of getting up there with like six pages tapled together and Aww. say, I've got a short speech here. And by, be... the, by the time 2015 got yeah. here. <laughs> to text or call 877-310-4MSJ. Yeah, uh, Robert's listening on his smartphone this morning. How are you, Robert? I am doing great. I'm actually uh, driving. I just want to say I enjoy you guys' show so much. And I've been listening to you guys for the last three weeks. Yeah. Over almost... 15,000 miles. Oh, my goodness. What are you doing driving? What do you do? (laughs) Uh, Transport freight across the U.S. Yes, you do. I've listened to you guys down in uh, Phoenix, Arizona, Mm. uh, Oak Harbor, Washington, up by uh, the Canadian border. My goodness. All the way across the top of the U.S., up to Vermont and Maine. Wow. Right now, this morning, I've already gone through four states. Started in Pennsylvania, went through Maryland, went through West Virginia, went through Virginia, and now going into uh, Tennessee. Wow. Yes. So, uh, like, where do we sound the best? <laughs> <laughs> Actually, there's uh, a lot of the good areas are on the major highways, but there's a lot of areas. Nope. <laughs> oh, okay. Right. Hey, I have a couple of questions. How much does it cost right. you to fill up your rig? That's one. Well, I got a smaller tank. I do. Uh, I got 100 gallons. Mm-hmm. It. Depending on where I'm at, it's yeah. been anywhere from about 260 to 390. Yeah. Mm. Wow. Every time, huh? And how often do you fill up? About every uh, 15 hours. Oh, hmm. goodness. Okay. The other thing is the other fill up. You are you have to eat road snacks. I'm dying to know what road snacks you hit. Pretzels. Uh-huh. Road gold pretzels. Huh. Oh. You're trying to be good. Trying to. Yeah, they're not as greasy. <laughs> They're better for you. <laughs> nope. Robert, thank you for this. You call us anytime. We appreciate you. From any state. Yeah. That's right. I will. Thank you. Could you snack on just pretzels if you were in the car that much? I don't think I could. I, I have done I it probably like for pretzels. the same reason Robert does it. Feel yeah. better? Feel better. Yeah, yeah, right. If it were me, I would do saltine crackers instead of pretzels. Mm. You know I me, mean? I like saltines, though, a yeah. lot. Yeah, but then, you know, there's peanut butter cheese crackers, and, oh, yeah. and then it goes from there, yeah. you see. Jerky. Mm. Uh, the reason I ask that question is because when we take a trip, that's part of it. And a big part of it is what, what's your snack going to be. Yeah. If you're in the car all the time, I guess that's a part yeah, of your you life. you work it, yeah. Yeah, all right. Well, keep it coming. Love to hear from you, Robert. 877-310-4MSJ, and thank you for taking us along with you. Sam, you had Hollis's birthday party the other day. Your grandson yeah, turned, his third birthday. Turned three. Um, I know you went in with the other like grandparents to buy him a yeah, a sandbox. A sandbox. And apparently, it was the great grandparents were involved too. Oh, nice. That was an expensive box. My huh? mom was telling me, "Yeah, I gave Melissa some money." And it's like, oh, great grandparents too. I thought it was just us. Wow. Man, this must have been a pricey little sandbox. Or 
Or what? You got some other stuff, too, that you don't know oh, about. Oh, well, actually, yeah, they did buy some other stuff. They, okay. they bought the sandbox and the sand, but then they also bought, like, toys to play toys in the sandbox. Toys to go sandbox. with it. Okay. So tell us about it. How are they going to keep cats out of it? Like, we, we want to know. Uh, it's a pretty cool design yes. uh, because it's a square sandbox, and the seats, the benches on both sides fold down. Oh, the, because so, you come the closing. So the cat can't get in. But there, Unless you, know, you leave there, it open. There's, you know, slits in the wood, so... The, the, the roof actually is adjustable. You can bring the roof all the way down and cover the bottom, so therefore there's no rain that gets in. Wow. And then when you're re- ready to play with it, I guess you lift the roof up. I, yeah, and it sounds a little, you know, you, know, you want to play in the sandbox? Hang on. Let Dad go late. Lift, lift the roof. Well, but we lifted, yeah, but they lifted the easy. roof, and he was playing in it during the Well, that's the party. good. That also keeps the sand from getting hot during the summertime. Yeah. Wow, that's awesome. Mm-hmm. Oh, See, I thought you were going to so tell good. me you had a built-in pooper scooper in it. You know what I mean? It's, I did, I did do the Baby Ruth joke. I was like, I sure wish I'd have brought one to throw oh, in there before, okay. before the kids got in it. You did that joke, meaning you said that to somebody? Yeah. Who, Tanya? No, 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 no. It was uh, one of the people that were setting it up, and they laughed. Oh, uh-huh. okay. Good uh-huh. for you. First thing he did, though, tail, uh, Hollis did, was uh, he got in there with a, a shovel, and he started throwing sand out of the... <laughs> I'm thinking, oh, here we go. Were you the first one, or was his dad like on him? Stop, stop. Yeah, no, I don't think anybody, it didn't bother anybody, but, yeah. but, but me, I saw the sand leaving the sandbox. You know what'll be sad is the day he stops playing in it, and it's going like, because mm, things like that are so quick yeah. for children. Yeah. You know, you think it's going to be this great investment in years and years of play. And, you know, sometimes some some things can be, like trampolines and things like that, but you just never know. Yeah, I mean, the sandbox has got to be good for at least three or four years. I hope so. Two or three years. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just wondering if once the sand gets all thrown out, if they're going to come back to us for more money for more sand. Need five bucks for each of you. (laughs) (laughs) Every three months. Sam, I know you're on Snapchat. Yeah. And you like it. Do you love, do you still play with filters all the time? Because they have some good ones. Yeah, they got one that's going around now. Crying face? Yeah. I know. Uh, Taylor, it's, okay. It's, it's ridiculous. She scared me with it. She says, look, mom. And I looked and then she showed me. Yeah. And it was so sad. It, it, it does. It, it's because not only is the mouth go sad, but it's like somehow your eyes look, it's like you're. Yeah, it's a miracle, and, and, isn't it? And what people are doing is it's like. Hey, what's upsetting you? And they look and they go, nothing. Nothing's upsetting me. But they have that face on. A horrible face. Yeah. <laughs> so the Snapchat crying face filter, in their defense, they're saying, look, this is not. The rumor was that they came up with it because of Amber Heard's crying face oh. in court like ah. last week. And, and they're saying, no, this was in development for months before the Amber Heard Johnny Depp trial. Yeah. And in their defense, they've done a, you know, happy face filter that's been, they just thought they'd oh, try they it and okay. flip it. It's kind of scary. And truthfully, it works because <laughs> it's, it's super sad.